This is today's Garden Bite. I'm Terry Knight. From Minnesota to Pennsylvania, wild parsnip is on the obnoxious, noxious weed list. It is highly invasive and, if ignored, can spread rapidly, developing into large monocultures that replace native animal and plant habitat. It reduces the quality of agricultural forage crops and can also impact livestock if eaten. The plant sap contains toxic chemicals that are activated by sunlight and can cause serious burns and blisters to human skin. Wild parsnip is most commonly found along road and rail rights-of-way. It's also found invading a variety of disturbed landscapes, including trails, natural areas, pastures, forest and field margins, waste areas, unmaintained gravel pits, and idle lands. It can tolerate dry, mesic, or wet soils. Some local folks in my area have gone out all suited up to spray the ditches. While most of the time I don't recommend using chemicals, this is the time when they become necessary. This is a process. Several years of treatment will likely be the case. And then there is restoring the area so that those plants can withstand a fight with wild parsnip. The plant itself can grow up to five feet tall and has hollow grooved stems that are hairless. The plant's leaves look like large celery leaves. They're yellow-green, coarsely toothed, and compound with three to five leaflets. Small yellow flowers are clustered together in a flat-topped array about three to eight inches across. While spring is a good time to control it, fall is too. Glyphosate is what to use. I know, I'm moaning too, but this killer is the best defense against this incredibly noxious Weed. I have much more information on my website, gardenbite.com. That's today's Garden Bite. I'm Terry Knight.